It's time to present Scott Coupon to bring you another episode of Finance Your Movie with tips and strategies to help you get your money to tell your story. It's time! Episode 427, Sample Strategies to Pick Up the Phone and Dial for Dollars. Sometimes the phone is like kryptonite or an enemy. It's an obstruction to making the phone calls you need to make to potential investors. And I've literally seen dozens of my producing partners and even more uh, fundraising partners. These are folks that I, I bring in, sometimes friends or people in the business. And I say, hey, if you're able to raise X amount of money for this film, you'll get 5 to 10% a finder's fee of the money you actually raise. And over the years, I would say 80 to 90% of all these people, whether producing partners or fundraisers, they stop dead in their tracks once they start making the phone calls. Sometimes it's just a matter of weeks. They just give up. It's like, oh, no, no one's picking up the phone or no one's interested in looking at the business plan and nobody has any money, you know, yada, 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 all the excuses. So... What I want to do is give you the 30,000-foot overview here. Picture this whole process working like a big funnel. And the wide part, the, the top of the funnel, the widest part, is where you reach out to anyone and everyone you know or can think of with a simple share that you'd simply like them to take a look at your business plan. Now, the more business plans you're able to get in front of people, the more potential investors and the more the more possible potential investors that you will be able to follow up with who at that point can say yes or no and write you a check so the middle part of the funnel is where everyone gets stuck that's where the follow-up happens as i always say the fortune is in the follow-up and the mechanics of this whole process are very simple I'm not going to talk about it here. You can go back to episode 420, which was the HELP, H-E-L-P, phone call. Uh, but first, let's look at the reasons why, this is what I'm going to cover today, why people are afraid to pick up the phone and call people or share with people, whether it's face-to-face, -face, whether it's a meeting, you're setting up a phone call um, or a Zoom. The number one fear and this is a natural fear that everybody has okay i'm not exempt from this we all have fears number one fear is you're afraid of rejection the number number two fear is you're afraid of what people will think of you so if you think about these two fears logically number one just because someone is too busy with their life their own business their family to sit down and read through a film business plan doesn't mean they're rejecting you. For the people who allow you to share the business plan and later on when you start following up with them, just because someone's not in a position to write you a $5,000 or a $50,000 check doesn't mean they're rejecting you personally. There's a lot of reasons I can think of why someone either doesn't want to or is not in a position to write a ten, a fifty, hundred thousand dollar check, even with a small check, if your minimum is twenty five hundred, there's lots of reasons. Now, on the second fear of being afraid of what people will think of you, 
people are judging. Let, let me backtrack. People think and judge about others all the time. And just because you're sharing a really cool, exciting film project with somebody that is not in any way, shape, or form changed the way that they already think of you, many of these people you probably know fairly well. And even in the worst possible scenario where you think or you imagine one of these people is thinking in the back of their heads, even if they don't tell you straight out to your face, oh, that Scott DuPont is such a lunatic trying to have these huge, crazy dreams and he's trying to make another film. He should just settle down and get a real job like the rest of us, a real nine to five. Now, if you take a pause and take the emotion out of these things, I don't really care what other people think of me. And that includes social media where people can get quite vocal hiding behind a keyboard and quite nasty at times. And if, if somebody actually thought that about me, then I should have quit doing this business 25 years ago, given up on my dreams and not tell any positive, inspiring stories that other people can enjoy. The reality, it's their problem. It's not mine. Okay, so let me continue here. And let's say you're stuck in the place where you've scheduled a full day of phone calls or at least trying to set up phone calls or meetings or Zooms or whatever. And after about 45 minutes of not reaching anyone and you've gotten several no's, um, if they were just brutally honest and like most other filmmakers, um, or if you are, I should say, if you're brutally honest with yourself, you may get discouraged and want to quit for the day. I've been there. This is a preconditioned habit. If you experience what you perceive as rejection, even though it's not, it's nothing personal, or if you are doing something which is not getting a desired outcome, like you're trying to get at least a few people to look at your business plan of your film. That's the first step. And if you don't, you simply want to stop doing that. Quit. That's logical. What you have to figure out, and there's no right or wrong way to do this, you need to figure out how to get in a bulletproof mindset, what I call, and a trigger. So once you start making these phone calls or trying to connect with people, um, let's say you have a list in front of you and there's a list of 50 people you're going to reach out to. Maybe you leave voice messages, you're texting some of these people to try to set up a call or try to meet up, you plant a seed to someone that you want to get together, etc., etc. The reason I will oftentimes be in my office for three or four hours straight or sometimes a full eight-hour day of non-stop phone calls or trying to set up meetings and future calls is I look for my reward and the what what the overall mission is, okay? I don't look at the process so much, but I look at, okay, what do I want to accomplish today? Well, what I want to accomplish today is I want at least two to three people I engage with allow me to share a business plan. That's it. It's really, really simple, the outcome. I don't get bogged down in the... 45 people I couldn't reach or the two or three people I actually got in the phone and they were really, really busy. They didn't have time to talk and they kind of put me off. Okay. 
So if I focus on the outcome, what I'm trying to do is get my film funded and my outcome for a specific day is just to get two or three people that I'm allowed to email or share the business plan with, that's a huge victory, okay? Because the more people that I can get my business plan in front of, there's more possible investors that will write a check. So I will stop, okay? I'll celebrate those two or three business plans I'm able to share that day. I'll do a little dance, I'll rejoice. Because once again, for every business plan I get out there, that's a real person who could actually write a check for my next project to get closer to get funded. And the secret is you need to figure out some sort of association or meaning to this activity that's not necessarily exciting, it's not glamorous to, to, to do this whole process. But once again, you gotta be focused on the outcome and the results. And the final result is to get your movie funded. So let me share two specific examples of things. I used to hate, these are not film finance related, but these two things I used to hate doing. And certainly um, when I first started out, I didn't like making phone calls to potential investors either. You could say I was a master of procrastinating or just kicking the can down the road. It's like, oh, I'll reach out to investors next week. It's like, oh, I'll do it. I'll do it tomorrow. So number one thing, I wasn't really psyched about doing this, but this, this habit I instilled, God, it's been probably 15 years ago or no, maybe 12 years ago, is waking up at 4.30 every morning. I used to hit snooze two or three times, especially when it's dark, it's cold, um, I'm exhausted, I just got back in town. It's really challenging some mornings to work up at 4.30, okay? Um, uh, habit number two was jumping into an icy cold swimming pool or lake, okay? That's between 35 and 45 degrees. I used to hesitate, overthink the process, like, oh my God, this is like going to shock my body. Now, the way I figured out how to do these things consistently on a daily basis is I didn't overthink it, okay? It's like, okay, so why is waking up at 4.30 every single morning critically important to me? Well, because a lot of my uh, social network circle, a lot of my potential investors and, and existing investors, they live on the East Coast and I'm primarily on the West Coast right now. So I've got to change my habit so I can communicate with them. Okay, it doesn't do me any good to kick off my morning at 9 a.m. in Hollywood, California, if it's already noon on the East Coast. I'm wasting a lot of valuable time. The whole thing about uh, um, jumping into an icy cold swimming pool or lake, um, I don't overthink it anymore. I think about, okay, th this is potentially gonna give me so much energy for the day um, which I need. Energy is the key to making lots of phone calls, following up investors, making movies, doing anything that's really challenging. Um, I also know that in addition to the energy, it's extremely uh, amazing and positive for my health. And my, um, I'm not putting judgment on anyone out there. You can, you can prioritize whatever you want, but for me personally, my health is the most important thing in my life, and maybe it's maybe it's because I've seen a few um, fairly young people, like people in their 40s or 50s, 
pass away recently who were very good friends of mine, that's a priority. So I don't overthink the 10 seconds of shock or what could be a little bit of pain jumping into this icy cold water because once I get out, my blood starts uh, pumping, it feels amazing and I have that instant energy. So I'm going to make enough about those two uh, side uh, examples. I just wanted to kind of share with you, you, you have to figure out a way, whatever you're doing, getting back to making these phone calls and setting up face-to-face meetings with potential investors, it's, it's not always easy. It's not something everyone relishes and get excited about doing. Oh, God, I can't wait to call 20 more people today and see if they'll let me send them my business plan. It's not really an exciting thing, but if you focus on the outcome, okay, the positive result, the end victory, and you don't overthink the process of just making a phone call. You just pick up the phone and make a phone call, or you pick up the phone and text one of your friends or whoever you think um, might want to see the business plan and say, hey, I got to talk to you about something really important, okay? Um, Now, I'm going to make an absolute statement now, which I rarely make, but this is absolute. Based on the dozen or so filmmaker friends, and these are successful filmmakers who always get their projects funded, and every few years, every single one of them has mastered this strategy, is they get rid of the fear, they focus only on the results, and the final outcome. Basically what I've been saying here. So if you have a great project with an attractive business plan and can master this strategy as well as just diving in to make the phone calls and reaching out to people, and if need be, reach out to more people and even more people, if you can do this without hesitation, without procrastinating, without stopping, and most importantly, without quitting, if you can keep doing this process can absolutely make the statement that you will be successful at getting your project funded. And by the way, before I wrap here today, there's a great example of this you can see in a movie. Our movie titled Movie Money Confidential comes out uh, in about a week, March 1st. So definitely check it out. You can go to moviemoney.com. And once again, I wish you all the best success on your own project. Thanks for listening. And remember, it's time! There's never been a better time to make your own indie film. And if you have a dream project you're excited about and 100% committed to getting it funded, go to financeyourmovie.com and click on the green telephone button. You'll see our calendar, and if you find an open spot, grab it. You'll get a one-on-one call with me or one of my partners. It will be the best hour you've ever spent getting clarity and strategy towards financing your movie. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.